Well, we're going to turn first today to the story broken by RTE primetime reporter Paul Murphy last night. And according to documents seen by RTE's primetime, former Kilkenny hurler DJ Carey secured a settlement with AIB Bank in 2017 through which a debt of over €9.5 million euro was written down to €60,000. At the time, the Minister of Finance on behalf of the state owned approximately 99.9% of AIB's ordinary shares, so effectively <coughs> a state-owned bank. Uh, Neil Richmond, um, are you aware of other write-downs of that size going on at the time the state was effectively owner of the bank or, or any other bank? Uh, personally, I'm not. And whilst yet the state has an effective ownership, they didn't have policy direction over the bank, and nor they, do they at the moment with the remaining interest in AIB, no longer have an interest in Bank of Ireland. But I think like anyone reading that story overnight, it is extremely worrying. And uh, personally, I'd like to see AIB come before the Finance Committee to lay out exactly the nature of this and indeed to address your question where there are other write-downs and to explain and have the debate. Well, we did ask them uh, to come on about this but uh, or to comment on it even or send us a statement, but they said they couldn't comment on individual customers. But Jennifer Whitmore, your reaction to a write-down of this magnitude by what was effectively a state-owned bank? I I think it's extraordinary and I think a lot of people would really be scratching their heads and wondering exactly why this settlement was was made. And I I agree with Neil that actually I I think AIB have questions and uh, that they need to be questioned and and give answers on this and there needs to be transparency as to why this deal deal was done. Um, I think it will be really upsetting for so many families uh, that were chased during that period uh, by banks. You know, we see Bank of Ireland, the tracker scandal mortgage, you know, hundreds of families. And other banks. And and other banks as well, you know. And so we seem to have one rule for for some ordinary uh, families and then a different rule for others. And I think we need to look into why this is the case and why it's happened. Um, Richard Boyd Barrett, questions for AIB to answer on this and maybe a look into other write-downs of this magnitude in, in other banks at the time? Yeah, look on the face of it, it's absolutely extraordinary. And you just think of the hardship that so many people went through, people being, you know, homes being repossessed, people being chased for every cent when they were being crucified with unemployment and austerity. Uh, and then it, it it seriously begs the question, is there one law for the rich and the, the, the sort of well-gotten as against what everybody else uh, had to experience during that period and for it to be in a bank that had been bailed out by the people, that was owned by the people, uh, yeah, it's that we need to get to the bottom of it and we need to find out that other people benefit from that largesse because I think huge numbers of ordinary people out there know they didn't get that kind of latitude uh, from from the banks, quite the opposite. Okay, 